Send it. Send it. Help! Another day, another episode. Send up the podcast. The band is back, back together. Spotify, Apple, you know where to find us. Send up some call the podcast. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, send up underscore the pod. Guys, it's another pick episode. We're picking winners. Winners yes, are. Yes, sir. I'm looking not for you, Pat, lately. No, I hope n- it is for you. definitely not for me to me lately. Um, but actually real quick, we need to address something very important, very, very show. worrisome and troublesome. It's a, it's a Corona watch and it involves our very own, uh, Nick Roy, the floor is yours. I got out the cocoa, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm out here with the cocoa here on Friday, October 23rd. Uh, I got diagnosed today, positive test. It's pretty, uh, pretty terrible. Got mild symptoms. Not great, but the, I just want to say thank God we remotely record. Uh, I didn't get any of my fellow podcasters uh, infected. Uh, shout out to my girlfriend, Madison. We love you. Hope you're, uh, you're doing better. She's got the cocoa as well. Um, shout out my boy, Tyler. Also has the cocoa. Um, Anyone else? Yeah, dude. Not cocoa. great. Not great, bro. It's just not great. It's not great. It's not a great time. Uh, but, yeah, 10-day quarantine. So a lot of football for me. A lot of uh, Netflix, a lot of Disney Plus, a lot of reading. I'm going to be reading my books that I bought okay. and have sitting. I got the Hunt for the Red October ready to prop open after this show. So I'm pretty mm. excited. Mm. But yeah, enough about the cocoa. We'll be okay. You know, it's just another day. But Pat, I know it's your turn to go first since you didn't have the best week last week, correct? You could have said that for the last three or four weeks, but yes. I didn't Honestly, know you, should en- you should just go first every week because you stink. Oh. Like, it's fine. We were one point tied, and then I just dude, you were ahead of me in the first week. I was, I was, I was I ahead of you. I stunk. You stunk it up. Now I'm, I'm just yeah, wavering and teetering on average to below average. So it's it's been a struggle to say the least. But I, I feel a lot more confident this week with my picks. A lot more, and actually. If there's any indication how comfortable I feel, I got off the Eagles train last night. Thank God I did. Thank God I, I almost tried another loss last night. I, I should have made my Giants bet official. I fully, I full on put thirty five bucks on the Giants. I, for some reason, yesterday morning I was like, dude, the Giants are going to win the game. And uh, and honestly, they should have won. They should. They really should have. Nick, Nick, once again, like that's another bet where like the Giants money line was probably the right play for that game. Yep. And Evan Ingram is just garbage. Like, yeah. uh, trash can. I feel terrible. Daniel Jones actually played well. I mean, regardless of him tripping down the field, that was funny. They scored on that drive, so it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't matter. Of course. Yeah. Tough game for Giants fans, dude. I feel bad for them. But they're not getting Trevor. We're getting Trevor. Let's jump right in. Feel bad for him. Let's do it. Um. So I get. So I go first. I don't know if I like that. I mean, I feel bad that I go first all the time. So you know, because I have the top pick, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna trade out of the pick. So to trade it away. To trade it away. Trading away the pick. I'm going to give it. I'm gonna, since I only have two of the people who could possibly take this pick. I'm going to. Oh, who's going to give me the best offer here? Wow, this is tough. <laughs> I feel like I'm like a GM right now. I'll give you nothing. I'll, give you I'll also nothing. give you nothing. That's just great. So who's nothing? I raise his nothing. I, who's nothing? Do I want? You raise. Hey, you hear that? He rose his nothing. He raised it's nothing. Even, nothing. It's even less. Like it's even less of nothing. So. 
You know what? Uh, this is strategic here because Nick Roy has the cocoa. I'm worried about his health as the show progresses. So I'm going to let him go first just because his voice may just go. He may let him get his picks out. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know how long the voice is going to last. He may have um, a cough-a-thon in like a, a 20 minutes. So let's just I do. I'm going to cough. And if so, if I'm talking randomly like that, right, the mute oh, real quick, oh, wow. I, uh, I'm probably having, a cough, probably having a coughing fit. So just, just be aware. Coughing fit. Um, all right. I got some bets, obviously. I think I'm the king of going like three and three. I feel like I've gone three and three like four out of five weeks. That's why you're 17 and 17, yeah. Because I literally <laughs> was 0 and four, and now I'm seven. So I, obviously I had one good week. I think I had two or four and two weeks. And then other than that, I've just been constantly three and three, which is fine. We'll take it. You know, that's not Thank winning you. money. It's not losing money. Time for Nick's. Nicky's Picky's. Picks. Nicholas's Pickles. Lots of joy. Come at me, bro. You like that? Oh, I like it. All bets are off. So we're going to start with, I have two bets in this game. Actually, I'll save that for last one. I'll save it for last because I have two mm. bets. Mm. So okay. save. Like First bet of the week, Pitt plus one and a half at Tennessee. I saw that line and I was like, underdog, Pittsburgh? Yep. Ooh. Tennessee's been playing a lot of games, a lot of games lately. Uh, especially they had like the couple weeks off with the COVID, like like me, I can feel your pain, Tennessee. Mm. Um, but what it is is I, I don't know why, but I feel like the Steelers haven't played a big time team. But you know what? I looked at it and I was like, they really haven't played a big time team. Like, am I really going to bet on the Steelers? And then I looked at Tennessee's schedule, and arguably they haven't played anyone either. Nope. So, kind of a toss up, honestly. I, and I'm basically taking Pittsburgh because I trust their defense more than I trust Tennessee. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick last week, they and and then boys made made Baker look terrible. And Browns, we all kind of thought together we're actually you know piecing some stuff together. Um, so I'm gonna take Big Ben and and the squad on the road, and not not that it's really a road game, but plus one and a half. So I'm getting a couple points. It's really a pick 'em, but I'll take it. Um, Second game of the week. They screwed me last week. They absolutely screwed me. But I'm coming back to them. They've been good to me all year, especially on my real bets. They've been good to me all year. Packers, minus three and a half on the road at the Texans. Don't like the Texans this week. Uh, I think they you know, they shot their load last week against uh, Tennessee. They absolutely poured their heart and soul into that game and blew it. Um, yeah, I just really think that uh, Packers, after they getting embarrassed kind of last week, are going to come out. Big show. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be good, and they're going to win the game. I know it's on the road, but once again, you know, with this COVID season, it's not really a road game. So Packers minus three and a half. Um, third, third pick. Don't love it as much, but I kind of do. Another team that I think blew their load last week was Atlanta. Uh, fired their coach, Dan Quinn. The previous week beat up on my Minnesota Vikings. Absolutely kind of destroyed us, actually. Um, but I don't think they replicate that this week, especially them going to a favorite again at minus two and a half against the Lions. Hey, man, I've I, 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 I liked the Lions a lot this year. I picked the money line against Arizona when they beat them when they hadn't won a game in 12 tries or something. Uh, they looked good last week. Honestly, I think they actually are piecing some stuff together up there. I think that, I don't know if they'll be a contender in the playoff race, but they barely lost. They should have beat the Bears, arguably week one. Uh, they have played pretty well against the Saints. I don't think they're that bad of a team, the Lions, uh, despite their 2-3 and three record. So I think they actually go on the road in Atlanta and win that game outright. But I, I, I have them at plus 2.5. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that. Detroit Lions plus 2.5. And, 
Um, and then I'll go to my last game, which will I have the under in a game and a team. I don't like double dipping, but once you guys hear it, you'll be like, oh, okay, it makes sense, you know. Uh, so I'm going to the Monday night game. We got Bears Rams. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Bears plus six and a half. Yes, sir. I'm on the Bears train, dude. I, I think I don't think anyone's giving Chicago enough credit for winning games. Like it's not easy to win football games in the NFL, and they've beaten good teams. They beat the Panthers last week. They beat the Bucks. Uh, they beat the Lions, who I think are a good team. And that was before Foles. Uh, obviously, the Giants game, whatever, the Falcons game, whatever, that was before Foles. Foles led them back against the Falcons. Tough game against the Colts a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was also Foles' first start. But the last two weeks, man, Bucks and Panthers beating them both. Um, and the, so I got the Bears plus six and a half. And I have the under 45 Rams Bears because I don't know. I mean, the under of that number has gone under the last three weeks for the Bears and the Rams have not been very impressive offensively the first couple weeks they were impressive I think Nick you would agree with me they've been kind of impressive but the last three weeks for the Bears I mean the Rams they've been under in every game under 45 so that's three weeks both sides under 45 I'm sure it'll be a, a thousand points in the game but from what it says to me is that I think it'll be an under. I don't think the Rams will score more than 21 I don't because of the Bears' defense, and I don't think the Bears are going to score more than 24. Yeah. So I think that'll be a low-scoring, you know, kind of a grinded-out Monday night game. And, and uh, so I got the Bears plus 6.5 and, and the under 45. Uh, That's a trend there, buddy boy. Wouldn't it be 45.5? No, I think 40 over-unders we can take the whole number because if it hits 45 – it's neither over nor under, so that's a loss. You, 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 it's a that's loss. A tie. That's a loss because you took the under. Yeah, but it's a push. It'll be a push in betting circumstances, but for us, I, I for mean, for us, I think it's if we want to add the half or if we want to have the, the push thing. as a loss. So I'm going to say 45 and a half to just avoid that's, the push. That, that's fine. Yeah, avo- no avoid the whole number. But if that's what we're trying to do, avoid the push or whatever. 45 and a half, that's fine. Um, and then all right, then my last bet of the week is over Bengals Browns 50 and a half. Hmm. Um, I had my stats on it. Hold on. I'm coming back to it. Uh, oh, yeah. So the last time these two teams played, it was week two. I bet the over. It hit. It was awesome. Really high-scoring game. Browns won by five. I think me and Nick had an argument about that because I had the Browns minus five and a half, and Nick had the Bengals plus six. Uh, crazy game. That game was super fun. Tyler Boyd touchdown right at the end. Uh, but that game went 65 points. So I don't know. I just feel like it'll go over I don't know probably not it probably won't go over but I'm gonna take the over 50 and a half mm-hmm. Bengals Browns um, don't really like any of the other over-unders this week so I, I would kind of like Seattle Arizona but it was a little little high especially with Arizona's weird offense uh, so yeah those are my those are my six bets Bears plus six and a half Pittsburgh plus one and a half Packers minus three and a half Detroit plus two and a half over 50 and a half in the Bengals and Browns and under 45 and a half in the Bears and Rams now, what? Nicholas, what? it's not to you. I am reverse card unoing oh. back to Pat. Pat. Wow. Take it away. All right. Well, that's all right because I traded out of the pick, so I, I wasn't going to take a, the, the last pick in the round, obviously. The hell kind of trade would that be? Got to move in the middle of the pack, you know, acquire future picks and go from there. Um, so, started off, I'm actually going to start the same game you did, Nick. Uh, Pittsburgh and Tennessee. And I'm also on the Steelers train. How could you not be? 
Obviously, this is the game of the week on paper, unde- Battle of Undefeated. And uh, hot take, I'll get to this later. I think the winner of this game will be the only undefeated team remaining in the NFL after this weekend, but I'll get to that later. Um, <clears throat> Steelers, uh, I, I, I'm going to hit you with a wave of stats here, okay? Like I said, I did my research this week, okay? I got to get off the schneid anyway, so I, I, I did some homework. It may or may not pay off. We'll see. Steelers are 6-4 and four in their last 10 games against the Titans, although they've only covered the spread in four of those games. Pittsburgh this year, 4-1 against the spread. Tennessee, just 2-3. and three. Steelers are the only team this year, the defense, since the 1985 Giants to average at least three sacks and one interception per game. They're, just, they're playing great, okay? Uh, they lost Devin Bush last week. Big blow to the defense. But Tennessee, not without their fair share of injuries, okay? Taylor Lewan, left tackle, done for the year. All stories ACL last week. I think it's going to be a huge blow to not only their passing game, protecting Ryan Tannehill's blind side, but also the run game, too. I think it's going to make them somewhat one-dimensional. They'll be able to load the box a little bit and, you know, stymie Derrick Henry enough. Um, so, yeah, Pitt- Pittsburgh has a one-and-a-half-point dog. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, I still think it's going to be a really close game, but, yeah, I- I- going into Tennessee, like you said, Nick, they really haven't had – their greatest schedule and even their wins have been, you know, somewhat drama filled. I mean, they haven't really blown anyone out with the exception of Buffalo a couple weeks ago. So I love Pittsburgh at plus one and a half. My next pick is going to be this game's, I don't think it's still on the board, but it's going to get played just because of you know, the NFL and how they push through. It's going to be Bucks Raiders. That game got moved off the Sunday night time frame and now it's at four o'clock um it's pretty simple why i'm picking this game the raiders the, the, the reason why this game might not even get played is why i'm picking this game five offensive linemen are out because of covid trent brown tested positive initially and then four other starters i'm sorry three other starters uh, on the offensive line are now out for this sunday's game uh so that's in total four starters on the offensive line that's not what you want especially against bucks defense which has just been outstanding this year second in the NFL in sacks per game, and they're allowing the fewest yards per game in the league. So Todd Bowles is just going to have a field day exploring that, you know, backup replacement offensive line for the Raiders, which is really their strong suit, the big boys up front between, you know, Brown, Incognito, Hudson at the center position. So they 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 get a huge blow, and I, I look for uh, J- uh, Jacobs to have a, a really subpar game. Derek Carr, too. I mean, the guys are going to be in the backfield all day long, so... I love the Bucks at minus four and a half. Again, assuming that gets played, but I don't think there's any indication why it wouldn't. Um, also, sneaky big news: it won't pay dividends for a couple weeks here. But the Bucks are signing Antonio Brown, so I think Brady's going to be a little more upbeat. That's for whatever reason his his buddy. I don't know. I don't know how they're friendly, but they are. So Tom Brady's going to have a bounce back game. Um, look to get the offense a little more balanced. And yeah, four and a half. I, I know it's in Vegas. I don't care taking it my next pick is going to be a tease us already cardinals and seahawks cardinals three and a half point dog at home i love love arizona um yes i know seattle's been tremendous this year with on offensively with russ mvp candidate we, we know the whole story but look who seattle's faced this year okay just terrible defenses atlanta dallas minnesota and those games are all pretty close yes wilson's been magical but I think his play is really made up for the fact that Seattle's defense is just not good at all. I mean, they're, they're last in passing yards allowed. Off a bye week, though. 
coming off a bye week? I know. I get it. I get it. Coming off a bye week. I get it. But like I said, their defense is just, it's porous. In uh, Arizona's defense, you know, they've been better, respectable, uh, especially against the past this year. Although, look, they, they played Andy Dalton's Cowboys, Joe Flacco's Jets, Dwayne Haskins and the Washington football team. So, yes, they haven't exactly faced the cream of the crop, but this is still probably the best defense that Seattle has faced so far this year. Uh, last week, Arizona dominated Dallas on both sides of the ball. They scored 30 points, and Kyler Murray was only 9 for 24. I, I think he'll improve this week become a little more accurate still use his legs uh and this is actually the first home game for arizona this month in about a month so i think they'll be fired up in front of the home crowd there in arizona and i look i like for them to cover and win outright too but uh, covering the three and a half the hook is what is really what what no pun intended hooks me into this game i think it'll be at least i mean whatever at most a field goal game i do like arizona to cover and probably win that's my third pick and then the final pick nick like you i was going to go bears at plus six and a half uh, I, I was initially going to do that. However, I am now going opposite you, Detroit, Atlanta. Wow. And I, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm picking the Falcons. I don't know wh- why. I mean, we saw it with, with Houston after they fired Bill O'Brien last week with the Falcons after they fired Dan Quinn. They just came out and you know, they looked great. And, I mean, talent-wise, they're better than Detroit. They, they are. Matt Ryan is, I mean, I don't know if I can't call him better than Matt Stafford, but he's on par. And... I think they got better weapons on the outside. Julio Jones is back now. It looked awesome last week. Calvin Ridley. And defensively, they looked really good last week, too. And I know it was against Kirk Cousins, but still, they, they they held their own. I like for them to cover the two and a half at home as a as a home favorite and and win. So those are my picks against the spread. I got Pittsburgh plus one and a half. Bucks, assuming it gets played at minus four and a half. Arizona plus three and a half. And then uh, Atlanta at minus two and a half. Now, my over-unders, I'm going to start with the under, and I almost took this game as one of my four spread picks, but I I, I, t- I stayed off it because I just can't trust this team right now. Dallas-Washington. Um, again, I mean, I almost took it. It's a biscuit pick them, but I, I don't know if you can trust the Cowboys after the way they look last week. So the over-under in this one's 45 and a half. I'm, I'm hammering the under. I don't know how you can't. Uh, Dallas last week with Andy Dolan calling plays, just – I mean, they they were terrible. <laughs> With all the, the that talent, they were awful. Zeke can't hold on to football. It looked like he was playing with freaking oil on his hands. So like he lathered himself up before the game and then forgot to dry off. It was disgusting. Uh, and then I, I don't know what's going on with the weapons outside of Mari Cooper. It's like not even utilized anymore. C.D. Lamb's becoming their number one option. It's just it's the mess in Dallas for some reason. And I think part of it is because of the offensive line. They have so many injuries. I mean, we talked about the Eagles this year with all their issues on offensive line. Dallas is just as bad. I mean, Tyron Smith, out for the year. Lyle Collins, out for the year. Travis Frederick, retired before the season. Zach Martin's not playing in this game. He has a concussion. They're down to the backups, too. So I think that's going to play a role against that Washington front, which is really their, you know, focal point. They're they're really loaded up front. So 45 and a half, hammering the under. I think it's going to be a really low-scoring, grinded-out game. And then my over, uh, I, I wanted to take Seattle, Arizona, 55 and a half, but because of the inconsistency with Murray and then the fact that Arizona's defense is better than what Seattle's faced, that seems a little high. So I'm going to stay off of that. My over, though, this one's going to be probably the shock of the week. Okay. 45 and a half again going over. It's actually weird. I didn't even realize it was the same number. 
Buffalo Jets going over five and a half. Now, I almost wanted to take that game. Nick, same. By the way, that eye movement, same. That's that's saying a lot, though. I, I almost ahead, wanted man. to take that game because, I mean, I, I'm – I'm 4-0 picking against the Jets this year. But because I'm actually saying that for the first time, I feel like the Jets might cover. It's an 11-point spread. That's why I'm not taking uh, th- that against the spread. I don't think the Jets are covering, man. I, I don't think they will either because, like I said, I'm 4-0 picking against them, and they have not covered at all. I mean, I, here's a couple stats for you just about how putrid the Jets' offense is. It's all time. I mean, it's it's one of the worst we've ever seen. Uh, they are – hold on, I have, I have the number for you. Uh, they've been outscored by a combined 110 points this year which is just unheard of. I think it's the worst since like the seventies, I'm not mistaken. So anyway, I, 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 but I'm, I'm staying off it just because Sam Darnold's back this week. And if he's healthy enough, they got Brashar Perriman back last week. Denzel Mims, rookie receiver. It's finally going to suit up this week. So I, I have a feeling that they're going to maybe open things up more offensively since they're the healthiest they've been all year. And Buffalo is coming in, losing two straight. They need the win. They really need to win bad. Their offense doesn't look great. This is obviously going to be a get-right game for them, offensively at least. So 45-and-a-half, I love the over. I mean, the Jets haven't been able to stop anybody this year, and I think they'll put up enough points to where it's going to be like a 34 to maybe 20 game. You're well over. So that's my logic. And those are my over-unders. You got 45-and-a-half under uh, Washington and Dallas, over 45-and-a-half Jets, Bills. And that'll do it for my picks. Like it. Wow. So I find that I find that last pick interesting, Pat. The only reason why is because if Buffalo, if it's a get right game for them, they could just blow them out and it could be like a 30 to 10 type of game. But I the benefit to the over hitting would be Bills have a lot of injuries on defense right now. Mm-hmm. They um, are they don't have Josh Norman. They don't have a couple of linebackers. So if that that's a sneaky play. It's a very sneaky play. I respect sneaky. it. I don't know what's going to happen, but I respect I, the I don't play. Either. I don't either. <laughs> but that brings it to my picks, gentlemen. Sure does. <sighs> it's been it's been another tough week, in my opinion, with these spreads. Another one. And we've dealt with some toughies over the last month or so. But I'm going to kick it off with the Bills. Minus 11 and a half. At the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like we said, it's a get-right okay. game for the Bills. And the Jets haven't shown anything to me at all uh, regarding a culture change, regarding running better plays, regarding anything that could be positive on the football field. Did you see the Steve McClendon story? I did, of course. They traded him and then played him. Yep. And all of it for what, a sixth round pick? Yeah. <laughs> it makes, makes no sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just adding on to the dumpster fire of the Jets. They're 0-6 against the spread. To be honest with you, this could be a, a weekly bet for me until the Jets finally put a stop to it. So I'm going to take the Bills minus 11 and a half in the Meadowlands. Get right game for the Bills. Next pick. Love this pick. I'm saying it now. I love it. Carolina plus seven and a half in New Orleans. We heard today that Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders will not be active for the games on Sunday. Obviously taking away two huge weapons for Drew Brees. But I don't care about the Saints with this pick. I care about Carolina. Because Teddy Bridgewater is phenomenal against the spread. 
and especially when he is on the road. Uh, I don't know the number. I think it's 15 and 2, but I don't want to give misinformation. I couldn't find the actual stat, but I heard it about three times today on sports radio. But he is phenomenal against the spread on the road. Taking Carolina plus a seven and a half. To be honest, this might be a money line play. That's how confident I am. Wow. In their Carolina pick. But next pick, we're going over to Cincinnati, fellas. We're on to Cincinnati. It's a. In, I hate making the pick. I do. Because they helped me out one week. And they helped me out last week because they got the shit kicked out of me. But <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going with them again here. The Browns minus three and a half at Cincinnati. Mm. The line seems a little shady, but I'm willing to risk the shade. It's what it was last. Uh, I guess the last time it was five and a half. Yeah. With the, the Steelers? No, the Browns Bengals. First time. The Browns Bengals. Yes. Bengals. It was about around there. So Bengals just haven't looked great. Uh, Joe Mixon is out. Um, I just think Cleveland, if they want to stay competitive, they got to feast on these lower end teams so that they have a shot at the uh, at the playoffs. And um, yeah, Browns minus three and a half. That's the move. And then we're going over to Tennessee. And it looks like we're going to have a trio. Wow. Steelers plus one and a half. It's too good to be true, it feels the, like. I feel like that's the first time we've ever all had the I think day. I think you're right. For first time. Yeah. Let's go! We're all Steelers fans! <laughs> uh, I am. I already am. Part of me wants to switch to Tennessee right now, but I can't. I can't. No, you can't. It's too late. I can't do it. There's value on both sides. I mean, honestly, uh, but the, the, the value on the Steelers side is that they've played uh, much better teams. They... Seem yeah. to find a new I would argue they way to win the teams. than they, Tennessee. They, they played, played about the same competition. It's been about the same, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, dude, the, the, like just to put it into perspective, the Steelers have beaten the Giants, the Broncos, Texans, Eagles, Browns. Right. When the Houston was really bad, too. And then the Tennessee, I, I think I said it before, but they played the Broncos, the Jags, the Bills, the Texans, and the Vikings. It's not, it's not great. It's yeah, not great. It's not great. Not great. It isn't great. But Steelers are winning comfortably in these games. Yes, I would agree with that. And that's, that's they the seem to find a new way to win every week. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is magnificent. And I think they're going to be able to limit Derrick Henry to a 100-yard game, as crazy as that sounds, because Derrick Henry's just been off the chain. But we're going to go with Steelers plus one and a half. Then over to the over-unders. Uh, this game, I was looking at it and I'm saying, I don't want to bet them again. Uh, they screwed me last week really bad. <laughs> uh, but the over, or the total in the Green Bay Packers, Houston Texan game, 56 and a half. Tie, but yeah. Tie, but I'm taking the over. I think that Houston has been reinvigorated on offense. And I think they're going to be able to keep up with the Packers. I think the Packers will win. Uh, and I just think Houston hangs around. And in order for that to happen, I think that's going to hit the over 56 and a half. 57, I could easily see this hitting over, in my opinion. But what do I know? Over-unders I suck with. And then on to the under. This game, this pick is due to a potential blowout scenario, in my opinion. Jacksonville against the Chargers. 49 and a half, I'm taking the under. I think if it's gonna be under, 
I think LA is honestly going to just blow out Jacksonville. Um, Jacksonville, wow. when they lose against the spread, they get blown the shit out of them. So Ooh. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up. Uh, I think the Chargers can somehow handle them on offense. And I think it'll be under the 49 and a half. See, I thought Pat was going to take the Jags because I think I remember him saying, if the Jags are ever – like, remember when he was betting on the Jags early? He took them week one when they were in the Colts. Seven and a half, seven and a half. Yeah, like 11 they've, and a half. They've, and they've then since come back to earth. He was like, as soon as – and then, dude, then I think you took them and they were like – did you take them against the Dolphins when they lost? No, no. I took them, I believe, two weeks in a row, and I think they won for me, if I'm not mistaken, because they played they – did. They did. They put the Indianapolis game. Yeah, I just, they, they, they became a favorite. They folded, they but now they're back to that sweet You're right. spot. Yes, I, I did pick them three, three, three times in a row. I picked them as a favorite, and that folded. And then you were like, "I'm done." And I thought you were going to go back to them because it's more than a touchdown. But the, the only reason why I'm off that game is because I believe it was nine yesterday. Nick, was it nine yesterday? It was around there. It was nine or nine and a half. That's why I wanted to go to it because I'm like, that is a high number. I mean, the Chargers, I mean, they're 0 and 4 with Herbert. I know they've looked better offensively, but they haven't won yet. So how could you take them as almost a double digit favorite? The fact that it's seven and a half now, it's moving. I don't know if I, I like it. I think they can win by, you know, a touchdown at least. So um, that's why I'm off it. It's a great tease opportunity, in my opinion, with the uh, Chargers this week. Make them a pick them. Uh, there's a lot of value there for yeah. sure. Yeah. I hear But to recap my picks, we got Bills minus 11.5 at the Jets, Carolina plus 7.5 at the Saints, Browns minus 3.5 at the Bengals, Steelers plus 1.5 at the Titans, over 56.5 Green Bay Houston, under 49.5 Jacksonville at the Chargers. I love the range with these picks. I mean, we, we really gave it to you this week. None yeah. of us have a single same over under. And nope. the only games. Uh, this one game that we go against each other, it's me and Pat. I have Detroit. He has the Falcons. And then we're all on the Steelers. On the Steelers. Which is just fun. And then we all have two separate games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, because Nick's got whatever. LaRosa's got Panthers-Browns. You've got Packers-Lions. So we're, we're all over the place. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm surprised no one took the Chiefs, though. You took them last week. I had them originally on my board, but then I, I took Buffalo. them off. Too much. I mean, too much. Yeah, it's a divisional game. I mean, look what happened with the Raiders. They're just yep. funky. That's why. If it was not a divisional game, I'd be like, yeah, but it's a divisional game, so I'm out. I don't know if Denver can can score. I mean, they, they didn't score a touchdown last week. Arguably, dude. I mean, I know, but they they, they still beat the Patriots in Foxborough. That's yeah. true. And nobody touched the New England-San Francisco game, too. I, I, I can't. I don't know how to pick that game. Hey, Denver yeah. wins tomorrow. They're sneaky back into it, by the way. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They held they their are. own without Drew Locke. They did it. They sure Locke did. There last week. Hmm. That's right, Nick. He was right. there. He almost, he almost blew it at, that, at, the, at the end of the game. Uh, do we have any? Do you have any bonus picks? Bonus. I got a tease for the folks out there. Oh, a tease for the folks, really. <laughs> and Nick's dad. <laughs> if he bets, I like a tease. I'm taking taking Carolina, so that's going to be Carolina plus. 13 and a half because right. you add you add six that's how uh with a teaser okay you add six in the favor so 
13 and a half Carolina plus 13 and a half should be an easy dub. And then I'm going to include the bills as well. Uh, so that makes it bills minus five and a half, which is uh hmm. potential. Love, love that. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm going with that. Um, and even if you want to get jiggy with it, I mean, these are obviously both my picks of the week, but right. also right, throw we'll in, this. throw them in the tees, the Steelers, uh, make them plus seven and a half. Uh, that's huge. Uh, if you can throw them in a teaser. Um, and that's it. Three team teaser. That's what I got for you. Wow. Staying off the props. Cause last week was just a shit show. I said, Devonte Parker and or Juju Smith Schuster. Both of them had horrific games. Yeah. And not neither. Yeah. Uh, had a good game at all. In yeah. Fact, both suffered on my fantasy lineup too. Right. So right. Everybody right. lost there. Yeah. Yeah. Who else did you have in your receiving core? I forgot. There's another guy. Tyree Cooper Kill. cup. Uh, Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill. No, I don't think any of them did did anything. They did nothing last week. It was one of you. Would you believe it if I told you I played two people a week and I went one and one somehow by scoring 69 points, which is by far the worst I've ever scored. Didn't you have a guy on your team who who scored more points than the four combined? I'm not mistaken. He wouldn't have made it into my lineup, but Justin Jefferson. He wasn't a matchup immune, but he completely is. Justin Jefferson. Highest I traded it for Nick Chubb, and you know what? I still stand by it. Andy Moss, and he's graded higher than Randy and Rice as a rookie. I still stand by my trade. Most receiving yards through six games. As I have rookie. the best running back tandem in the league once Chubb comes back. He's really <laughs> so I will. good. Once Chubb's come back. He's the only good player that the Vikings have. He's the only good player. He really is. I doubt it. But he's fucking good, Nick. Wheeling dealing. Herb Smith has been playing better as well. Oh, he's not good, Nick. You're wrong. He's. he's I didn't say he wasn't good. He wouldn't make it into my lineup. Jefferson is the best rookie in the NFL. If he doesn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year, I quit. Okay. I think CD Lamb has something to say about that. Oh, yeah. Okay. CD Lamb, my ass. Please. Get out of here, bro. Come on. Not even close. Stop. Stop. You know that's not true either. God. I mean, if Dak's there, I think Jefferson's there's, a, there's an argument. Number five but... in receiving yards for the league. For the league. Stupid. Stupid. Just, just not. Yeah, not a good. I played assessment. Travis Fulgham in fantasy this week. I scored. I had. He was good. He was good. Yeah. I got some bonus picks. All college football. So oh, it's here. I love it. Literally every single one. Iowa, minus three and a half at Purdue. Rondell Moore is out for Purdue. No chance. Literally That's not good. Chance. That's not what you want. Iowa's going to win uh, three and a half. The line by the, like, by the way, hold on. You're, you're, you're forgetting the, the main point. Big Ten's back, baby. Yeah. Oh, back. don't worry. I'm, I was going to hit that on my last pick. Don't worry. You'll see. Oh, okay. Uh, this is the pick for myself. Notre Dame, minus nine and a half against Pittsburgh. I love Pitt, but I, I don't know. They've been stinky lately, and I don't think Notre Dame's that good, but Notre Dame, like, they have to win the game. They have to beat Pittsburgh. They played Clemson in two weeks. They have to get through Pittsburgh. They got to get through Georgia Tech, so I'd like them to show up tomorrow and absolutely put a beating on Pittsburgh. I hope they win by three or four touchdowns, but we'll see. Uh, then I got Oklahoma State um, against Iowa State, minus two and a half. I think Oklahoma State's going to win the Big 12. Um but, yeah, they, they've been coming off. I think they had some COVID stuff. But minus two and a half. I honestly like them in the first half, too, minus two and a half. But whatever. I'll just take it for the game. Final pick of the week. I didn't even – I had this on my card. I didn't even have – I didn't even have the, the, the spread. That's how confident I am in this pick that I'm about to say. I didn't even have the spread. Didn't care what the spread was. I could have been 50. I would have taken it. 
I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah, Big Big Ten's fucking back. Uh, Ohio State is going. Who are they playing? Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. They're gonna win by a thousand. They're gonna win (laughs) seventy-seven to fourteen or something. They're just gonna be like, "Yo, did you miss us?" Hundred percent. It's twenty-six and a half. That's like free money. Free money. That's what I call that. That is free money. Take Ohio State if you have a brain. Minus 26 and a half. They're going to absolutely pummel Nebraska. It's going to be embarrassing for Nebraska. I feel bad for Nebraska. They're terrible. Wow. Scott Frost, you stink. Dude, Ohio State's going to roll them. Might even hit in the first half. Like, the game, they might just call the game. That's if they're minus 14 and a half in the first half, I would 100% take that too. Going to smoke them. It's going to be great. OSU. Smoke them out. 26 and a half. Like it. Uh, all right. I got a couple bonus picks too. I usually like going another bonus NFL pick, but we pretty much covered all the games. I think, I mean, we, I, we teased the Dallas game. I teased actually, I, I do like the Jaguars this week. I, I actually do. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything when we were talking about before, but I mean, seven and a half is a big number. If it goes up, I like it even more. Um, like I mentioned, Chargers, they're on four with Herbert. Yes, they've looked better offensively, but, I mean, h- how good have they been really because they haven't won yet? So are they really going to beat the Jags by more than a touchdown? I don't know. So th- that's that's one of my bonus picks. And then college ranks as well. L- let's go there. I love this pick right here. Love it with a capital L. Uh, you got Auburn at Ole Miss. The Rebels are three-and-a-half-point dogs at home. The SEC this year has been just so back and forth. I feel like any home underdog has won for the most part. Uh, so I, I love Ole Miss. Auburn has not looked great this year, especially offensively. Also, I'm going to double down on this game. Over-under is 71-and-a-half, taking the under, taking it. Auburn's offense has been putrid, just not great. I mean, Bo Nix, kind of exciting, but they don't have that many pieces around them, so. Yeah, love that. Plus three and a half for Ole Miss, 71 and a half, pound the under. And then my last pick for the college ranks is just a – this one's going to be, again, just a, a, a shocking, shocking number when you hear it, but I'm going to take it anyway. Syracuse at Clemson, the line is 46 and a half, and I think you can figure out who the favorite is in that game. I'm going to take Clemson. Best team in college football. I think we hinted at it Monday. You saw what happened last week. Clemson 73. What was it? 73 to seven final score. Yes, yes. Georgia tech. Ooh. Trevor Lawrence, five touchdowns in the first half. I mean, 400 yards passing. It's going to, this is going to be a cakewalk. Syracuse lost at home to Liberty by 18. I just want to let you know, Pat, by the way, the Notre Dame and Clemson line has been out for a while. Really? On a lot of sites. It has. Uh, I don't know why, but I think it's because it's like the big game in the ACC, but I guess, yeah, I don't know. It was like 10 and a half Clemson for the longest time, right? It was 10 and a half. I see it. I see it now. And after last week's absolute beat down of, of uh, Georgia tech, it went to 15 and a half. Uh, I'm waiting for it to go into the twenties because I'm hammering Notre Dame once it does. And I, and I hate it it because they're going to, Hey, Notre Dame beats Clemson. I will sell, my Xbox. Just wow. I don't even want it anymore. <laughs> wow. That would well, carry me for years. It depends how much money, money you want on that game. I guess you could, yeah, you could buy another I'll, Xbox. I'll so. probably throw upwards of two bills on that game. Wow. 
That's why I sell the Xbox. I always do, dude. Whenever Notre Dame, like when they played Georgia last year, I put 250 on it on Notre Dame to cover. I think it was 13 and a half. And I think my dad did too. And it hit. But that's because me and him think Notre Dame is going to show up in a big game. And like most of the time they don't, but ever. But I believe in them. That's 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 fair. I know that's far off. I know it's far off. I just wanted to bring it. The line moved five fucking points because of the beatdown that Clemson put on Georgia Tech last week. Yeah, five, five points. What a Um, crazy. Yeah. What else? Uh, Wrapping up this Clemson Syracuse game, the over under sixty two and a half. So, I mean, if Clemson wins by forty six and a half, you pretty much have the over under there. So, I, I guess, I guess. Take the over. Although, if you remember Clemson Citadel earlier in the year, I think this, the over under was like 55 and a half, and they ended up winning like 51 nothing because they didn't score in the second half, Clemson. So, uh, yeah, maybe that could happen again. Anyway, just kind of funny there. Oh, by the way, Nick, uh, you're going to hate me for this, but that line for Notre Dame Clemson is going to go up even more because I think Notre Dame is, I don't want to say getting their first loss this weekend, but they're not covering. They're nine and a half point favorite. Me. I said it a couple weeks ago, Notre Dame is going to lose to Georgia Tech or Pittsburgh because that's just what we do. Right, right. So that and it should have honestly though, I'm feeling like it should have been last week and we snuck out of there against Louisville with the 12 to seven win when we should have lost. That's fair. I kind of think that already happened, and now these next two games are on the road. It's like, bro, if you guys lose to Pittsburgh or Georgia Tech, <laughs> and then think you're going to even show up against Clemson or get off the bus, you're crazy. So. I, that's why I think they might cover us because I think Notre Dame's gonna be focused. They're like, yo, we gotta beat Pittsburgh. I think the win, but nine and a half points is a it's a big number. Like, like I saying, Pitt's defense has been very good this year, and Notre Dame's offense they scored twelve points last week. Twelve I don't against know Louisville. If win. I just don't know if they're gonna win. They stink. <laughs> yeah, Notre Dame stinks, dude. They, they stink. stink. But they I'm gonna stink. put two bills on them against Clemson. Um. Oh, another one I really like too. Then I'm looking at. It. I love that the Big Ten's back. Nick's sitting there laughing at Big me. Fan. Nick, you better do it too. <laughs> last time I gave you good advice, it worked. So. On Notre Dame. Last time I gave you advice. Oh, you I wanted to. I am. I. I'm telling you right now. I'm. I'll take the Ohio State. I will do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Hundred percent. You have to. Ohio State's gonna pound Nebraska. Pound them. Pound them. I've never been more confident in a pick and watch. It's gonna hit because it's. I'm that confident. I'm not even worried about it. No, I wouldn't be worried. about Wow. It. Oh, I'm literally Ohio. not worried about it. The Ohio way he State. sold it to me, Pat, like I like I didn't need it, and he sold it to me and made me want it. Ohio State's the second best team in the country. They really are. Ohio State might be the best team in the country. This they they might be. Yeah, they have not played. It's true. That's it's why good. I think they're going to come out and absolutely romp. They're yeah. going to romp. By the way, Wisconsin looked good tonight. Just wanted to say they did. They did. I like them. Uh, speaking of another Big Ten team, I think it's going to look good this week. Minnesota, Michigan. Uh, Minnesota is a three and a half point underdog. They're expecting snow in Minnesota this weekend. I love Minnesota at home. Start the season off against Michigan, and it's going to give me another mark on Harborough's uh, resume as a Wolverine head coach. Losing the opener at Minnesota. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. Minnesota, take them. Take them. Do you wanna do you wanna do you wanna put a friendly wager on that? Because I think Michigan's gonna smoke them. Smoke them, really? Wow. Yeah, I do. Well, I think the Minnesota's top receiver opt back in. I think he did. He, no, he did. Out. It's not that that I'm worried about. It's it's One of them, just, yeah, you should it's be worried the about sole it. fact that like I like Minnesota a lot. Trust me, I'm a Minnesota guy, but like <laughs> it's true. Come on, man. Like 
I think Michigan's got a lot to prove this year. And I think if there's ever a year that they're going to win a game like that, uh, I just, I don't, so, I don't know if I don't trust their, their talent level. Like the uh, great game offense. tomorrow night, seven. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome game. game. So pumped up. I love the big tens back though. <sighs> love it. I put a friendly $2 wager on it with you or a $1 gentleman's bet. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Way to do it. Gentleman's bet. Shake on it. Are we doing money line? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. straight up. All right, Michigan, shake on it. Nice. Shake up. We can't shake on it. And Nick, you know, Nick, shake my hand. We're taking Ohio State. Shake my hand. <laughs> shake. Thank you. Thank, thank you. this man virtually because you know you got you got the you got the Rona. Nick already. Nick, yeah. you can just put that money in your bank account right now. It's already already. You don't even understand. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna like see how much money I have and put a chunk of it in there. I wouldn't do that because I don't want you getting mad at me. But <laughs> no, don't do that. I would probably put. I put. I put two units on it. I'm putting Ooh. two units on it. Big units. I might put three units on it. Wow. I'm sick, dude. I'm serious. Come on, man. Ohio State's gonna smoke them. I think I'm gonna put two units on it and maybe throw our unit on the first half, 14 and a half. But that's just a little sprinkle. That's for fun. That's a little sprinkly. You know. Hmm. I'm just trying to get Nick into college football, man. That's it. I, I'll I do think, it. I, I think I think we're getting him in slowly but surely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm blind betting. Like I'm like I'm doing a little bit of research, but I I still like I'm score checking for the most part. Maybe I'll throw a game on here. We're giving there. you winners every week uh, with, with these college games. Nick and I honestly have been better with these college bonus picks than we have with our NFL picks. Well, you helped me with the the Clemson Citadel Citadel under. There was another one though where I, I told you Bama minus four and a half, Pittsburgh plus thirteen. Both those hit last week. I didn't take those. I forgot one of them. I'll have to look at the group chat and see which one lost because yeah. it, like, it fudged me up and it frustrated me. Oh, also, guys, before we wrap up, I just want to tell you, I got a lot of compliments on my Disney picks. They, they, my friends told me you know, that you clearly won. So I just wanted to let you guys know. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. No, can, they, can said, be they said, I can't believe they left Aladdin there. It was exact words from one of my friends. I mean, I blame my parents. He said to me, he goes, Nick, how did you get Hercules, the Incredibles, and Aladdin? I said, well, I don't know. Well, you got Hercules because you had the top pick. Yeah, but I also didn't pick again for like six picks and still got the Incredibles and Aladdin. Honestly, I, I will... In my defense, I got distracted by Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> you did. You distracted probably started Googling too much. You, <laughs> you, had, you had two Lindsay Lohan movies in a Disney themed segment. what made me happy as a child i mean what okay it made me happy as a child watching sure. those movies what sure you should have had my date with the president's daughter in there it's a great, great dude movie. i just I saw the trailer for that recently and i was my like holy shit with the president's daughter yes, song man my date with her i would have accepted that more oh, dude the, my favorite pick of that by the way was emperor's new groove because pat i literally watched pat's face be like you shook me because I he thought you like, took Lion King. He was like, of all people to pick, like, how did you? I'm like, dude, it's Cusco. Bro. I also thought you took Lion King too there. So, like, I just left Lion King off the board. No one took Lion King. No. <laughs> You're right. No one even took it. I took Lion King one and a half. And then I got Mulan. You guys saw my edit job on that too, right? Awesome right. songs. Right. I danced a little bit when I was listening to it. Right? Yeah. Her, her, he's a hero. Oh, that was good too. Crazy. All right, but that'll do it. That does uh, it for us. Picks, baby. Picks, picks, picks. Picks, picks, picks. Picks, 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 picks. Picks, picks. Can't wait. Monday re- recap. Just want to tell everybody, 
We got a giveaway coming out next week. Whoa. Big giveaway. It's going to be some money to spend on betting. Hopefully you or use it responsibly, you use it whatever you want, but it's a gift. Basically uh, it's a gift card, $50 for uh, a giveaway. And so we'll announce the details on our Instagram and Twitter. Um, but yeah, stay on the lookout for that. Whoa. Free money. That's huge news. Free, Free money. money. Yeah. And Free if money. no one wins, well, I guess we're just getting the money back or we're up baby. back into the pool and then it grows. That's usually what happens with like a raffle or 50, 50. If no one wins, then the pot just grows for next time. Exactly. I don't, I don't know if you want to do that. I personally don't, but we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll, we'll check out the interest. Yeah. See how it goes. That'll do it. Until then, send us help. And hopefully we send you some too. With these picks. Sure. Da, 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 da. Peace. Stay safe, wear your mask. For the latest updates on the show, follow us on Twitter at sendhelp underscore the pod. You can listen to us live every week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search send help semicolon the podcast. That's send help semicolon, you know, the thing with two dots, the podcast. 